2: And right now, hits the best price of the year at $29. Go to Sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's SYLVAN29.com.
3: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of We Got Next here on the MMA Fighting Podcasting Network. I am Mike Heck. Thank you for joining us this week. We got two great interviews heading your way with a fighter who has a big fight on the horizon and another coming off of a huge win less than two weeks ago. So another bit of a shorter show, but I have a feeling that next week will be a different story. So stay tuned for that. But... Obviously, a lot going on this week, and as always, but especially this week in the world of mixed martial arts, this program drops in the early morning hours of Thursday, two days before UFC 272, which is going down this Saturday in Las Vegas, headlined by Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. And this card, like most, we've had some some shuffles of the deck, if you will. Co-main event we're supposed to see. Rafael Dos Anjos versus the surging Rafael Faziv in a five-round co-main event. Faziv, as you found out on the MMA Hour, tested positive for COVID. He is out of the fight. But Hanato Moicano looks to be stepping in. Still five rounds. Big fight for Henato Moicano against the former champion Rafael Dos Anjos. And it'll be at a catchweight at 160 pounds. So great fight. Some people were groaning about it. How could you groan about that fight? I don't get it. I love that fight. I think it's very interesting. Hinata has been on a roll. I feel like he's one of the more underrated guys at 155 pounds, coming off a big win over Alexander Hernandez, just ran through him, and now he gets a big opportunity. He gets the kind of fight that he wants, so I love it. I think it's a great substitution, and we're going to get two five-round non-title fights, and I love both of them equally. If we're being honest, I mean, coming to Mazdalis is much more heat on it, but from a competitive standpoint, really enjoy both fights on paper. We had the media day yesterday, Jose Young's in the house in Las Vegas. We got the press conference going down later on today. As this is released, we have a live edition of BTL going down on Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern on the MMA fighting YouTube channel. It'll be on this network as well after the fact, and we'll get you ready for UFC 272, Everything going on in the world of mixed martial arts. We get the weigh-in show on Friday. That'll start a little before noon Eastern time. We get the ceremonial weigh-ins later on. And then we'll have a live preview show Friday late afternoon, early evening-ish after the ceremonial weigh-in. So a little different timing, but it'll be fun going a little bit later because we'll react to what happened at the ceremonial weigh-ins. I'm sure things will get a little dicey between... Covington and Mazdal in that final face-off. And then on Saturday, we'll have the People's Pre-Fight show 45 minutes before the first fight of the card. I'm not going to say a time because why would I do that? The world of MMA is so chaotic. Maybe all these fights won't stay intact, so I don't want to make a promise. But I will say 45 minutes before the first fight, whenever that happens. And we'll have the live press conference feed after the event. After Covington and Mazda, I'll do the damn thing. We'll have a live post-fight show immediately following that. So it's going to be a late one on Saturday. And then AK and I are going to get a couple hours of sleep. And then we'll be back Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. With a live edition of On to the Next One to do some matchmaking with all of you on the YouTube channel following the event. So a lot to look forward to this week on MMAfighting.com. So buckle up and Get ready. Because no one does fight weeks like we do. So let's run down the lineup. We'll get right into this show. We're going to wrap things up with David Onama, who picked up a huge win over Gabriel Benitez, a nasty first-round knockout at USC Vegas 48 around 12 days ago, doing the math right. Gets a bonus, first one in the UFC, a percentage of Benitez's purse because he missed weight. And apparently he caught the attention of Dana White, so much so. That he was sent to the hospital after the fight with Benitez, but before he went to the hospital, he was summoned to Dana White's office, which he'll talk about that conversation in a little bit. But we're going to take a short break. When we come back, no more commercials. We're going to get right after it, nonstop. We'll kick things off with a very exciting fighter, Dana Batgaree from Mongolia. He's got three wins in a row in the UFC's band and weight division, three first-round knockouts in a row. And he has his toughest test to date coming up at the end of the month. He'll face Chris Gutierrez at UFC Columbus on March 26th. This was not his original opponent, but still a really good fight between two guys that, in my opinion, are not getting the respect they deserve in this loaded division. So when we return, Dina Batgaree will join us for the very first time on We Got Next. Thanks
0: for listening, everybody. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook
3: He is back in action March 26th at UFC Columbus taking on Chris Gutierrez. Should be a good one at 135 pounds. Happy to be joined by Dana and his translator, Toby. Gentlemen, thank you for the time. How are you today?
4: Hello. Uh, so, How uh, are you doing today? How are you doing today? How are you doing today? How are you doing
5: today? I'm doing today. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
4: Uh, he says, good morning. Thank you. Um, I feel great. Um, just, you know, waiting, uh, waiting until the, the 26th of March and, you know, looking forward to a, to a great fight.
3: Well, let's get right into this and, because you were originally supposed to face Montel Jackson at this event. And there's been obviously a lot of hype around Montel for a long time. Now, when did you find out that he was out of the fight and how did you react to that?
4: Uh, <clears throat> Montel Jackson tied, тулдах гэж байсан. Тэгээ Model Jacksing-ийн ард ер нь нэлээд дэмжигч хэдтэй ихтэй hype ихтэй тулаач байсан. Тэгэад хоёр одоо тултахаа бэлдсэн тулаа cancel таад чи хизээ тэр бэлдсэн гэсний мэдсэн бэ? Тэгээ чиний анхны reaction чи юу байсан бэ гинэ?
5: Бав би долооногийн өмнө өнөөдөр бойлсон болсон Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he says uh, he found out
4: roughly uh, like a week ago. And, you know, um, business as usual for him, you know, uh, he, his new opponent is uh, Chris Gutierrez, who's a pretty well, uh, well, you know, a good opponent as well. Um, so, yeah, business as usual. He's looking forward to the fight.
3: We're all aware of how deep this Bantamweight division is, Dana, and we see a lot of these guys in this division have a lot of excitement behind them. You lost your UFC debut, but since then, three straight first round knockouts. You just got a bonus in your last fight. But I feel like you're not getting the attention you deserve, if we're being honest. Or not. Do you feel the same way, especially after what you've done in these last three fights?
4: the division is а хожигдоод тэгтээс дараагийн гурван тулаанд нэгдүгээр раунд нокаутар хожисон. Тэгээ чиний бодлоор ер нь хүмүүс чиний чамаг тэм хайптэж болж гинөө аа юуж болж байгааг нэ. Гурван тулаан дараа.
5: нь манай маш өрсөлдөөхтэй хэвээр гоё болж байгаа. би одоо сайхан
4: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he says you know his at his camp uh, at uh, uh, Jackson Wink. there are great, great athletes, great training partners there. And you know, uh, thanks to them, he's been putting in the work. And you know, he's looking forward to you know uh, moving up in the ranks and um, you know doing his business on, on on the on the bright lights.
3: But do you, do you feel like fans, maybe us in the media, that we're not giving you enough respect based on these performances?
4: оо одоо медиа болон одоо фанууд одоо гэж мэдрүнч чама байно гэсвэл джон гэж
5: бодсон гэж ч нүү их Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah no he feels it he you
4: know definitely feels the love from the fans you know he gets you know great support and messages on, on instagram you know um so he definitely feels you know uh, uh, you know uh, you know that he's you know well respected um you know he he he's well respected among his you know his colleagues as well as the fans
5: fair enough
3: uh we t- we t- I personally feel like you're not getting the respect you deserve. I feel like you should be getting pushed more. Although I like this fight. You're fighting Chris Gutierrez, who he's another guy that I feel is is kind of flying under the radar. Unbeaten in his last six. A lot of people thought he beat Cody Dirted in that fight that was scored a draw. What are your thoughts on what Chris has done recently? Have you been impressed with how he's performed in the octagon?
4: I think Chris Gutierrez has done you're not team at a media was a US respect of Kuchim. You're soothing
5: Zorant of Tao a bit to The Titan the will <coughs> Yeah. no, he said, you know,
4: once he uh, signed the bout, um, you know, he kind of found out who he was. You know what, you know what his track record was. Um, you know he's aware that you know he's been putting some great performances into Octagon, and you know he's looking forward to putting a stop on his uh, win streaks.
3: How do you like the matchup stylistically? Obviously, his MO is he's got incredible leg kicks. Those have been the difference makers in in his last several fights. What else stands out to you about the matchup from a stylistic
4: perspective? Mm-hmm. Um. Stephen, the that
5: the that um yeah
4: now he says he likes the way he fights you know he uses all four limbs throws unique strikes aggressive strikes and uh he's looking forward to putting on a great show for the fans
3: you mentioned being in albuquerque training at jackson wink working with the likes of Holly Holm, Michelle Waterson, who was actually supposed to be on the same card with you, but now her fight with Amanda Hibas is getting pushed back and other great fighters that that train there. How much has their experience, in particular Holly, Michelle, and some of these other veterans of the UFC, veterans of the game, how much has their experience and their wisdom helped you along the way?
4: At the Jackson wink that you know, I've touched that, Michelle Watterson, it. a Yeah, now
5: he's very happy, you know, his their experiences has, has, has
4: helped him a, a great deal. Um, you know, at Jackson, you know, overall, everybody, right. There's all the athletes, all the fighters there from, from the fighters to the coaches, you know, they work as a great team, a unit, and, you know, it has helped them greatly.
3: I saw that there was a bunch of snow in Albuquerque and I saw a video of you sledding down the hills in the snow. It looked like a lot of fun. Do you enjoy the snow? And I saw it even, even you putting snow on. You're shirtless and you're rubbing snow on your on your arms and stuff. Are, are you enjoying the the snow out in Albuquerque?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, you, uh, Charles, you Instagram me to Harsen, n- n- Albuquerque, get tuss of some missing, get tuss of something, child, Tara got just a video about the change, 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 there change, 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 change,
5: change, 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 засан дуртай Монголд бол маш их юм. Энд бол тийм биш. Тэгээ оолнд гараад засаарад явахад бол Тэр чаргаруулхад бол бас бүгд байхдаг. Оолн дээрээс цан чаргар болгоод байсан. Тэгээ хүүхднэсээ дуртай.
4: Yeah no you know he's from Mongolia um so in mongolia it is uh really cold so it's you know snowed in roughly three out of the four seasons um so yeah he he loves it in albuquerque it's not that cold so when he did have the opportunity to go to the mountains and see some snow it was great you know very nostalgic and you know as a kid he used to you know uh, do a, lot, a bunch of sledding in the from the mountains so it was very nostalgic feeling he had a great time he loves it
3: now we get this big fight in columbus march 26th with chris gutierrez how how do you see it playing out? Do do you see a fourth straight first round
4: knockout? What do
5: you think? I not it's to I think a Mm-hmm. yeah he
4: has no specific plans in terms of you know what round he's going to get the finish but he's definitely looking to get the finish
3: now if you go out there and this fight goes the way you think it will that'll be four straight wins and then you get in that place where you have a little bit of juice in a, a whole lot of momentum four wins in a row could we see you uh get on the microphone call somebody out do you have somebody in mind that you're thinking about on march 26th with the victory i know you were not looking past chris but do you have somebody in mind? You don't have to tell me, but I'm just curious if, if you're thinking about that.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you the first thing that you said the Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, he he, you know he he definitely has someone in mind, uh but you guys are gonna have to tune in and find out.
3: look at you. I love it. I love it. Promoting the fight, promoting the card. Uh what does the rest of the year look like for you in your eyes? Like how many times do you want to fight in
4: 2022? Um you'd like to Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah this this year
4: uh, is you know is looking great for him. Um you know he feels great and he's he's definitely planning on you know staying busy and hopefully getting you know at a minimum 3-4
3: fights this year. Nice. And then last thing Big title fight coming up in your division, April 9th, two weeks after your fight with Chris between Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan, a big rematch. We all know how that first fight ended. Who do you think wins that fight and why?
4: The mm-hmm. two Uh, Hurtlong and Sterling, Sterling, Piotr Jan, and Tosambos and Benar, I went to Tilton, Chini Tosani, Chini Tosani, Chini Tosani, Chini Tosani, Chini Tosani, Chini Tosani, Chini
5: Mm yeah he's he's
4: excited he's looking forward to the fight and you know he you know he likes he likes the idea of a a new fighter coming up uh and winning the championship so you know he's always look rooting for uh you know the, the new the up and coming, uh, up and coming title uh, eliminator slash compar- uh, number one contender.
3: Fair enough, uh, Dana. I appreciate you jumping on here for the first time. I appreciate it very much. Anything else you want to get off your chest before we say goodbye, sir?
4: The uh, yalta uksin destabayafta message mu yamarwaniganium fenutte
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, um, yeah. You know, he says to all the, all his supporters and fans. Um, you know, uh, he's very thankful, and you know, he really appreciates the support, and he's not going to let you guys down.
3: Great. Thank you again, Dana. All the best to you this month for in in the gym, getting ready for the fight, and in the fight itself. And uh, thank you very much, Toby. Thank you very much as well.
4: Thank you. Uh, Mr. Baif. Yeah, thank you very much. You are the Thank you. Thank you.
3: Once again, to David Onama, goodness gracious. What a performance a little less than two weeks ago at UFC Vegas 48. Knocks out Gabriel Bernitez in brutal fashion and made uh, a bunch of extra coin in the long run for for different reasons. Bonus, miss weight misses. Man goes in there, gets four paychecks. Living the dream right now, David. Not a bad night at the office, was it not? Nah, man. Not at all.
6: Not at all, man. Not at all.
3: <laughs> So how are you? How's uh how's life been the last I, I think what twelve days as we're talking right now 11, 12 days since that knockout huh? How has life been
6: since the big win? Life been good, man. Uh, life been really good. I'm still uh, recovering from the from the fight, you know. Uh, I still kind of you know busted up. Uh, it's no swollen, but I still can't really. I still don't have like my full vision. So it's still a little bit kind of bothering me. Uh, you know, body's still sore. My legs still uh, healing up, you know. But, you know, it's getting better uh, day by day. So, you know, I'm all good.
3: I was going to ask how, I mean, the, the early stages of that fight, classic Gabriel Benitez, landing those kicks to the legs, to the body. That's something he's he's known for, trying to land those big shots. What were those next couple days like for you? What what was what was the day after like? Were you, Was it a painful day? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I'm sorry. The day, the day after the fight because of Benitez's style with the, the kicks to the legs, to the body, does all that work. What were yeah. the, what was Sunday like for you, the day after the fight? Were you, were you hurting? Were you limping around a bit?
6: Oh man, like right after the fight actually, uh, I what's called, went to the hospital, like literally like immediately. That's why I didn't do the, like the fight, uh, what's it called, post uh, conference? Yeah. like I didn't do that at all. Uh, went straight to the hospital from there and you know well, before I went to the hospital, I actually talked to Dana White, you know, he wanted to see me uh, in his office, you know, for the for the 50K, it was crazy, he was like, uh, I want to see David and I'm going to bring him to my office. And you know, my eye, like, I couldn't even see, my eye was hurting. I'm like, man, I want to talk to him before I go to the hospital. And it they just they took me to his office, you know, he awarded me the 50K bonus, you know, talked to him a little bit, you know, what I want next and, you know, stuff like that. And then from there, I went straight to the hospital, got checked out. Uh, yeah, man, it was it was life changing moment for me, man. You know, but yeah, on that Sunday, I was like, I was hurting. Like, I couldn't see, couldn't walk. Still got crunches. Like my leg was swollen. You know, body hurting from the body shots. Man, I was I was pretty beat up that that night.
3: You get the the, the shoulder tap. Dana White wants to see you after this win and he goes and tells you and you have this conversation like that's crazy man like what are you thinking immediately after when when they're telling you that Dana White wants to see you in his office
6: and I was just speechless man I'm like man this can't be real there's, there's no way this is happening you know I was like, I'm like no way Dana. I'm like bro Dana don't want to see me <laughs> you know it was it's been finally like you know it was finally good meeting them you know first time ever meeting the the president you know of the UFC you know always wanted to meet him uh you know it's finally a dream uh dream come true for me you know <laughs> i was gonna stop smiling man when i saw him it was like wow this is really dead he Really to see me <laughs>
3: so it, he told you right then and there that you're getting the bonus
6: yeah was like man holy crap like you are man he's like you are something special because he watched that uh mason jones fight yeah the apex he watched that one too He was very impressed and then me coming back three weeks later, I mean, uh, you know, me taking this fight on another three weeks, you know, like he knew what like what I was gonna bring to the table, you know, he knew was gonna like I was gonna come out and fight because you know he saw me from my uh, Mason Jones fight, so he knew what I was capable of doing this fight, you know. That's why that's why I was the main event on the on the prelim, you know, I was the, you know, the closing out, you know, deal for the for the coming uh, the main event, so. That's pretty awesome. Just like him recognize me and getting to know me and, you know, uh give me a shout out and, you know, stuff like that. Like that really meant a lot to me, you know, because I feel like now he knows that, you know, I really belong in this organization and him giving me that shout out, you know, really meant a lot to me because that's all I ever wanted was to be in the UFC, you know, like when I was a kid. And just finally being in there and like, you know, getting a shout out from the boss, man. It's it's crazy, man.
3: I know you had to go to the hospital yeah. after, but when, when fighters have performances like you had, oftentimes you have to watch the rest of the card and you have to like, just kind of sit on your hands and make sure that nobody had a better finish than you. You're kind of sweating it out that yeah. uh, you may, or may not get a bonus. So that must've taken some weight off of your shoulders. Yeah. You had to go to the <laughs> hospital and yeah, there's better places, there's other places you'd rather be, but you already know you're getting that extra 50 G's, right? Like how, oh, how relieving is
6: that man, it was very relieving, man. It's like I said, man, this is, this is what I wanted to do, man. It's a dream come true for me. You know, it's, it changed my whole life, man. You know, just, just the whole fight and like the bonus, like literally it changed my whole life. Like I'm at a, I'm at, I'm, I'm at a better place in my life right now that I've ever like ever been in, you know, and I'm just, man, I'm just grateful, man. You know, it's my life changed, you know, Like I'm grateful, man. Life is good, man. You know, I just can't wait for the for the next uh, opportunity that's given to me. You know,
3: so. the whole story, the the whole story of the fight. I mean, at least the bigger part heading in was he misses weight by by two pounds. He's had he's had his issues before. I mean, there. I I, as soon as we saw the miss, there was no way you weren't taking the fight. We knew it was a million percent you were gonna fight. But how did you react to that? Was there obviously no hesitation there? But how did you react to, to finding out that that he he didn't make weight.
6: Yeah, uh, my coach, uh, my head coach James Kraus, told me that Benitez, you know, missed weight. To me, person that popped up was I'm still fighting no matter what. You know, like I didn't even care about the purse. I don't care how much they're going to take out or whatever. I didn't even care about the purse. I just wanted the fight to still continue. You know, as long as I was still like fighting, you know, I was I was happy. You know, what I mean? so you know, him hey, missed weight. Obviously, you know. He came out and you know didn't do his job and i came out and did my job so just me doing my job i want to come out there and you know and do my job and still fight you know because i came out you know more of a professional and than he he did you know so i just i thought crowds i'm like man is the fight still going on like i'm still fighting he's like yeah you know but i'm still gonna take the fight and i'm like all right good You know, no, i'm good with it but if if, 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 if like if he would have like pulled out then that would have upset me you know, cause all, all that work I put in and like in the in the gym and you know, just preparing myself uh, for the fight. You know, him pulling out that would have really, you know, let me down. Cause I really want to show the world that, you know, like I belong here. You know, and get my first win in UFC. So, yeah, man. When I heard that, I was like, man, I still want to fight. You know, and the fight, you know, the fight continued. And you know and i changed my life i knew i was gonna change my life after this fight too so i was really upset when when he was gonna pull out <laughs> i'm like man don't you pull out man i still want to fight you no matter what i don't care if you miss weight by 20 pounds like i want to fight <laughs> you know and then just and it's like me cutting weight you know like i'm exhausted and everything i just been through like i did everything right for the fight you know so for the fight to be canceled man that was gonna hurt me so I was glad, to get, you know, it's continued, and, you
3: know. So, so when you say you knew your life was going to change heading into this fight, what do, what, what do yeah. you mean by that? Like, how so? Like, financially, just everything? Like, career-wise? Like, what,
6: what did you mean by that specifically? Just – I just knew I, I was going to win this fight. Like, there's no way in my mind that I was going to lose this fight at all. You know? Like, I'm, I before the fight even got offered, I'm like, whoever I fight next in the UFC – I'm gonna win the fight, like no matter what, you're gonna have to kill me. So when when I got Benita, I told myself, I'm like, I'm not about to be two and zero in a UFC. You know, I always told myself that. You know, I wake up every day, telling myself I'm not losing my next UFC fight. Like, I'm just like, man, this, you know, I'm, I'm not losing. You know, that's what I meant by, you know, me uh, going in there and just kind of you know perform and show the world that I belong to the to the UFC. You know, that's. I just want to come out and fight, you know, and show the world that I belong here, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, even
3: even in the loss to Mason, I mean, like I like I've told you in the past, we have a matchmaking show every. It seemed like every week when there was a featherweight fight and somebody in your at one forty five or even one fifty five won a fight, it was always I want to see this guy fight David Onama. You were probably <laughs> one of the most mentioned names. People just wanted to see you fight. Like even even in the loss, just the way you performed. Yeah you got a lot, I mean, you're getting a lot of, uh, you got a lot of fans behind you. What right. has it been like now since you got the knockout win? Cause you already had them and now you're getting more Has your social media, like exploded since that
6: knockout. Oh man. It's, it's been going crazy. Like just all the love I was getting. Cause from that Mason Jones fight, everybody was like, bro, you're going to come back so much better. Like back to you. Like uh, your original way, 145, you're going to do so good, man. Just keep your head up You know, and just keep, you know, keep going, you know? And man, I just had, like, like, those people that hit me up about the Mason Jones fight are the same people that messaged me and saying, man, congratulations, I told you how your life was gonna change and how good you're gonna do at this weight division, you know, 45 is all yours. You know, you're gonna be top 10, top 15 in next year. Like, like the same people that messaged me on Mason Jones fight are the same people that messaged me back telling me how, like, our life was gonna change at 145, you know, and it's it all it all came true man I just you know read the mess and I it was good messages too like it wasn't like anything like hateful or anything like that it was really like a genuine, uh, genuine uh, question you know so just went off from there man read them all like just swiping and I had literally like 100 plus uh, requests on my inbox even on Twitter when Twitter was blowing up uh, Facebook like everybody just showing me love you know so that really meant a lot to me because you know i showed him what I, I can do and i kept my head up and just kept pushing so you got fans you, know. you got fans yeah.
3: you're in the biggest stage in the world and you got a bunch of fans two fights in not a lot of people can say that
6: <laughs> i know i know <laughs> it's crazy man how did it's
3: it really feel crazy. being back at 145 though i mean you went in at 155 didn't have to cut you still had to cut weight because i mean you're a pretty big guy but Going back to 145, just being in that octagon and moving around and fighting back at 145 compared to the Mason Jones fight, how does how did that feel?
6: My foot good, man. You know, I'm back to my uh, original weight. Like I said, this is you know, where I do best at. You know, so just just me being back at my original weight is you know what I wanted. You know, I, like next fight, I just want like a full uh, full fight camp. You know. That's all I'm asking for is next fight is if I get a full fight camp. Instead of, because my, my Mexican fight, I took the fight on, you know, four day notice and then this one on three weeks notice, but I still feel like, once I get like a full fight camp, I can still go out there and perform like how I did my last fight, you know, just yeah. give me more time and just to train, I'm going to perform way better, you know, I feel like I could have performed better in my, uh, my last fight, you know, I feel like I did all right, you know. Give it on three weeks notice, but I feel like I can do so much better just like for a uh, full fight camp. I okay, I feel good. You know, so but yeah, I feel good, man. Back back to featherweight.
3: So there you go. So you mentioned that one of the things you talked to Dana White about is is what would be next for you. So what would what is next for you? What what is he thinking? What were you thinking? I know you still got to heal up, and you're still yeah. a little dinged up from the fight. And because I mean, it just happened like less than two weeks ago, and it was a, a crazy fight for as long as it lasted. But what did you and Dana talk about from from that standpoint?
6: Yeah, I so told Dana I want to get back in. uh either April, May. Okay? He's like, man, I will get you back in, man. Just heal up, and you know, we'll go from there. So as far as right now, I just want to, you know, get back to, you know, I just want to heal up, you know, recover a little bit, uh, and then get right back to uh, work on on Monday, and then start all over again, you know if I get a, fight, a full uh, fight camp this time and, you know, come out and do what I do best. So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
3: Anybody that sticks out to you? Like, anybody you just want to get in there and chuck hands with? Because, I mean, there's... Featherweight is super fun right now, man, and you're a great addition to it. So, I mean, anybody in there you just want to chuck hands with and just have some fun? Not even in a trash-talking way, just a reasonable next step up for
6: you. Uh, as in right now, I don't really have nobody to call out. You know, I'm just going to you know, this is my first win in the UFC. You know, like, I just want to be humble, man, and at least win three fights in a row, you know, and then maybe start calling people out because I don't want to be that that guy just calling people out off one win the UFC. That'll make me look bad because they're going to be like, oh, bro, he's won one fight. You think he's a shit. But then I'm like, I know I'm the shit, so I'm going to be humble and work my way up, you know, even though I know I can compete in that, you know, in that uh, high level. I'm just not going to call my body out yet. You know, it, it'll make me look good if I win three fights in a row, and then start calling people out instead of just winning one. And you know, so I'm not gonna do that now. But there are some guys out there that I want to call out. I'm just not. I'm gonna save it. You know, I'm gonna save it after these three wins in a row, and then I'm gonna call them out. So as of now, but nah, I'm not gonna. All do, right, you
3: actually, you actually just reminded me of something now that I now that we mention it because. We had, I asked you a very similar question after you, the Mason Jones fight. And you said, nah, I didn't even have a UFC win. I haven't even thought about that. Like I can't be calling people out, but you said after you won your first UFC fight, you would let me know one yeah. of the names that you had in mind. I remember that. Give, give me one. You promised. <laughs> give me one. You promised dream fight or something you want in the future. You're not, not an official call out. The headline's not going to say David Onama called out this person, but what makes oh, yeah. sense?
6: You promised. All right, man. I'm going to go with Max Holloway okay i love it i love I'm it but that's in the future you know after getting all my after i build myself more get three fights in a row and just keep you know developing and then we'll see what the future brings you know when i get in top 10 or top uh top 15 or top 10 then i'm going to start kind of calling people out like this is who i want you know i can do this i can do that and you know but as of now i'm really nobody you know i'm somebody but i'm still nobody you know if that makes sense so so that's the dream it's fight being humble, man. To me, yeah to me being humble is the key man that's really how you're gonna get better man you know just, just being you man and being yourself is what really gets you the wins you know yeah that's definitely. that's how i see it you know that's the right um, attitude you know, from the, even from the mason jones fight it's been humble got right back to the grind and you know, just kept working you know and look what look what my, like my last fight did it changed my whole life just because of that you know so yeah, yeah man i'm happy man. <laughs> i can see it i could see it. you know those <laughs> yeah, listening on
3: the on the audio you can't see it but this man is smiling ear to ear it really it's uh it's refreshing to see this day and age especially with everything going on in the world right now it's nice to see a smile on somebody's face right
6: it's crazy yeah super crazy man
3: so we got a big we got a big title fight coming up in a couple weeks alexander volkanovsky versus the Korean Zombie in your division, belt on the line—a belt that someday you would like to get towards, I would assume. So, who do you think wins oh, yeah. that fight? Who are you leaning towards? How do you break that one down?
6: Man, that's gonna be—that's gonna be—that's gonna be a really good good fight. You know, I don't know who's gonna take it, but I'm, I'm for sure gonna watch. You know, I'm gonna watch this guy. guys. So you never know what the, pre, uh, the future bring. I love watching the featherweight fights because, like me. Me growing up, I used to watch Benitez, Gary Benitez fight all the time. And like, I haven't told anybody this, but for some reason, I was like, I might make it to the UFC one day and fight, you know, this guy. So I need to start studying more on, on these fighters, you know, like when Gary Benitez fought uh, Sadiq Yusuf, he fought Sadiq Yusuf. Uh, I was watching that fight too, and I told myself you know i might make it to the ufc and fight one of these dudes like you never know and then three weeks later i get uh last weekend i get to fight Gabriel benitez and i was just talking about this like two three years ago i'm like wow bro, this is i might fight Gabriel benitez one day or said they use it and then three weeks later i i mean to uh last weekend i you know fight uh Gilbert benitez which is like blew my it just blew my mind I'm like wow this is really it's like everything i talk about is becoming to reality you know So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to watch the zombie fight, man, and, you know, you never know. Yeah, you never know, man, but I don't know who's going to win that fight, man. It's going to be a really good uh, good bout. So, I'm going to tune in and just take notes, you know. Hopefully, in the future, I get to fight him, you know, so.
3: Uh, you got me all fired up for uh for a future David Onama versus Sadiq Yusuf fight, man. Oh man, inject that yeah, yeah, in and I, I want to see that one someday. Next year and 18 months or so, I think maybe the stars will align for something like that.
6: Man, we can do it whenever. Just let me heal up and we'll see what <laughs> what you know the UFC wanted us to do. So yeah, Monday like year, I said, man. I'm not coming out of y'all right now. I'm just gonna, you know, be humble, man. Yeah. yeah. So humble's the way to we'll go. See. Humble's the way to <laughs> yep. go. We
3: got, we got this big main event coming up on Saturday where uh, things are going to get ugly in the trash talk department. So again, this is like, this is the counterbalance of what we're going to see between Covington and Mazadal all, all week long. So this oh, is
6: man, that fight about to be epic. What do yeah. you got on that fight?
3: Um, I think Colby's going to win. I just think he's got too many ways to win. I but that yeah. first, first eight, nine minutes of that fight, not saying Mazadal will get tired or anything. But if Mazadal Mazadal, I mean, he can land one shot and change, change lives. I mean, you know what that's like being a guy who can deliver yeah. with, that, with that kind of power. But I think if Colby could just put that pace on him and start landing takedowns and getting on top of them and just kind of wearing them out, I just, yeah. I, I just, since the fight was even discussed, that's kind of what, what has been in my mind. But Mazdal is doing a real good job at, at making this think that, making me think that I could be totally wrong here. Which is good. Yeah, you, good never you
6: never know. what he does, though. You know he's he always shocked the world, so you can't count him out, though. So. Nope. You don't know, man. His knees might come again. You do not know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm very intrigued by it. I was very intrigued about. I picked all to beat Usman in the rematch. Like I, Mazzadol convinced really? me. He convinced me. I was like, something weird's gonna happen. I had that feeling, and then to see yeah, how that fight ended. Holy out. cow! You can't count out
6: the Africans.
3: No, I didn't. It, I didn't want to all week. It was just like 30 minutes before the card started. I had to make my like final pick. I was like, you know what? I'm going. I'm I'm throwing the Hail Mary on Mazadal. And I was so wrong. And I like convinced other people to feel the same way with how passionate I was about it. But yeah, it's a great I mean, for a fight with no title on the line, this is about as good as it gets, man. It's personal, it's heated. I think things might get ugly during the week, or I'm just gonna sure. be over the fight by Friday, but Eventually those two are going to stand in that cage and they're going to, they're going to throw punches at each other and it's going to be a
6: blast. A hundred percent. I'm excited for it, man. It's going to be a banger. Absolutely.
3: David, next time you're in that octagon, it is sure to be a banger as well. So thank you very much for the time. Congratulations on the big win. Thank you for sharing all these fun stories and uh, heal up. And hopefully we see you back April, May and and they're doing what you do best at 145 pounds. man, thank you for the time. Congratulations. And, uh, and save that money. That's what James Krause would be telling you, right?
6: Uh, yeah, for sure. I don't I'm not touching that money at all. I'm gonna invest it and do, do great things with it, you know? So absolutely smart man. Th- thanks for the update. Thank you for the update. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, my <laughs> friend. Take care. <laughs> you too, brother. Thank you.
3: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.